0: of Back chat where we offer free delivery every monday <laughs> i'm your co-host Brian.
1: yes and even <laughs> even this monday um we're gonna be really cutting it down to the wire but
0: we, we promised you a new episode every week yeah and you're going to get one every yes, week that's right whether you want it or not but it's we hope right. you want it
1: yes i think i think they do i think they do yeah um yeah i yesterday was you know gave out a little warning that yeah. today was going to be late
0: mm-hmm. that was very nice of you
1: and um Seemed like that was fine. Yeah, <laughs> well, it like was great. Totally you bad. know what?
0: It's going to have to be fine. It is. We're doing the best we can over here. We
1: are. I know. I we we we've been talking recently about um doing longer episodes every two weeks, mm-hmm. but I also feel like. The way that our show is structured.
0: It's great to have it every week. It's
1: nice to have it every week. And I almost feel like I would miss it. Even though sometimes it feels a little bit overwhelming. It
0: can. It can. It
1: can. Not that I don't want to do it. It's more that I wish I had more time to do it. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: No, that makes complete sense. I think um, everyone can relate something in their lives where they feel the exact same way. Yeah. And it's just kind of managing that and getting through. Because at the end of the day, we sit down and we make time. Yes. First of all, nobody has time. You have to make Nobody it. has time. You have to make time. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, you know, we've got some really exciting things that we've been working on for a while. Like um, we have some guests coming up. Yeah. Um, just actually, I'll plug that right now. Next week's episode, which is May 6th, I think. I believe so. Is uh, Kim Jana.
0: Life coach extraordinaire.
1: Yes. We'll be on uh, the podcast. And it was, I think, our longest episode. To date. To date. But it was. also... Just- a very interesting one.
0: Chock full of great information. We just
1: can't stop talking when we all get together. Yeah.
0: So, it was a Chirp Fest.
1: Yeah, it was 2017
0: great. or 2019. 20 2017. 2017.
1: Chirp <laughs> Fest 2017. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine if... Um... Back chat started in 2017.
0: That'd be kind of crazy.
1: It would be. We'd have
0: a lot more episodes. I
1: feel like even now, like it would be really cool to go back and listen to our first episode.
0: Yeah, we should do I that. haven't done it in a while. Well, we will have to soon because it's do like going to be... We should do like a reaction or something. It'll be a year soon that we're celebrating. It's very mess. soon. Yeah,
1: it's wild. Yeah. It's totally wild. Um, Well... Well, Krista. Well, it's a beautiful day. It's so it's been so nice. It's supposed to be nice all week long. Uh, spring
0: has sprung in Vancouver. It there's has. cherry blossoms, there's flowers, there's sunshine. I
1: think it's golden hour right now. It is. Looking around your apartment.
0: Do I look fantastic?
1: You look amazing. Thank you. Um Side note, you can always count on a Leo to tell you when it's golden hour.
0: Oh really? Yeah.
1: Um, they always know.
0: I agree with you. They can sense it. Yeah. 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 The light just changes somehow. And they're like <laughs> golden hour? Huh? Is it huh?
1: golden hour? Yeah. yeah. Time for a selfie? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how leos work.
0: Um, golden hour is my second favorite time of day.
1: Oh, what's your first?
0: Um, twilight. I love. Oh, like
1: I, right I, before it gets dark. I love
0: when everything is like whatever. a black silhouette, but the sky is still illuminated.
1: Mm, is that, that time of day? That's twilight. If
0: I could rename it, I would call it like indigo hour. Mm. Yeah, so we would have golden hour.
1: I think you can do that. And then
0: a few hours from now, we would have indigo hour. I'm into that. Yeah,
1: I know. but yeah, I think
0: I now. Jake always tells me that twilight's a little bit later than that, but I feel like twilight is that phase after sunset where- Before dusk. Before nightfall.
1: Or after dusk, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: it goes like golden hour, yeah. sunset, dusk, twilight, nighttime. Oh, and
0: see, I think it goes golden hour, dusk, sunset, twilight, nighttime. But oh. what is dusk?
1: Dusk is right after the sun has gone down.
0: Okay, so- my, but like it's
1: still like after the actual sun, the planet. The planet, Brian? It's a star, it's not gone a, down. It's not a
0: planet, it's Whatever. a star. It's
1: this fucking planet in my mind. <laughs> um after the actual bulbous star called the sun yes. goes down, then it's dusk.
0: Okay. Okay. So then my favorite time of day would be a little bit after that.
1: Right. Like when yeah. it's just that little bit darker. Oh yeah,
0: it's wonderful. Yeah. It's my it is. favorite.
1: I know. I've I'm just like you know, there's different kind of tones to um, summer sunsets and yeah. then winter sunsets. Oh, completely. And I love them both. Like, yeah. I love both of them, but they both give you like a different feeling. I feel like a summer sunset is like the the sun is like kissing you goodnight. Yes. And a winter sunset is like the feeling of like yearning for someone.
0: Yeah. And almost a sense of urgency to get comfortable and warm. yeah
1: or like yeah and it's just like I think it just reminds you of like well it reminds me of like just like how little we are I feel like when it's summer a summertime sunset is like so warm and like reminds you how you're alive and like Mm -hmm. you know and then a wintertime sunset is like it's like reminds you that like you are are tiny and like your life is
0: small a very very small piece Piece. of sand on a beach yeah yeah that's deep is it that's deep yeah
1: (laughs) Wouldn't you agree, though? I completely agree.
0: Yeah, yeah, that resonated with me. I can feel that. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Should it? we cry about it?
0: Um, maybe, but not today.
1: Oh my gosh. Um, I was thinking the other day. I was like, my, my Aquarius in me is like my the shell, like the outside shell, mm-hmm. and then like the Libra in me is like oh, it is like my anxiety, like always wanting to make sure everything's like okay, and then the Cancer in me is like. What makes me such a fucking crybaby. Okay. So it's like kind of a weird mix. Yeah. Yeah. What a combo. Yeah.
0: And so what side of you was coming out just then?
1: Uh, Probably a mix of the Aquarius and Cancer, I would say. Okay. Because it's like, mm, like, think about this. But this is like, and then the Cancer is like, oh my God, I'm so sentimental. Mm-hmm. I'm so sentimental. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. I totally know. Yeah. Feeling, it kind of, yeah. It's kind
1: so annoying being on Cancer Rising. Yeah, that would be. Sometimes I just wish I wasn't.
0: Well, you are. But I am. And you are what you are. Can't stop. No. Can't stop me. Can't stop. Won't stop. Won't stop. We'll never mm-hmm. stop. No.
1: Well, do you have a fake sponsor for us today? Yeah.
0: Speaking of never stopping, I'm never going to stop eating. These delightful, <laughs> delightful tortilla chips known as K-Pasa. Yes. So if anyone's ever been to I, I, a grocery, well, store. Any grocery <laughs> store ever anywhere, uh, yeah. um, you always find K-Pasa. It always seems to be on sale.
1: That's true. It's always like it's, two for six. Or something. Yeah,
0: exactly. Or minimum, like you'll never pay more than $5 for a bag of K-Pasa.
1: Yeah. But do you feel like the bags have got smaller recently?
0: Um, You know what? Looking at that bag on the counter now, kind of.
1: I feel like it has. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. They cut back a little bit. I
1: feel like they used to be bigger bags.
0: Well, ma- but the content still feels the same. So maybe they just well, cut, down on, cut down on packaging. Yeah, that, that was nice. Good. Yeah. And it's always like um, recycled paper packaging. It comes from it? ethically grown corn in Mexico. Okay, and is that? it's organic and it's ground with volcanic stone.
1: What does that even mean?
0: That means that the corn is grown organically and then it's ground with volcanic stone. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um... I also love Capasa chips. Uh, what was I going to fucking say? Just air sign stuff?
0: Just air sign stuff.
1: I like looked at that and then I thought of something else because of the color on the package. Um, <laughs> I heard that the blue corn ones are the ones that you're supposed to eat the most.
0: Why? I
1: don't know. Oh. It's better for you, I guess. Or something. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: that sounds delightful. Um, also. I, I do like the blue corn ones the best.
1: I like them too. They're, the, they're my favorites. Yeah, me the too. The white ones are my least favorites. Yeah,
0: me too. Um, And the red ones I'm not a huge fan of actually.
1: Yeah, I don't That's know why. That's the ones we're eating
0: tonight. So yeah. we've made a little back chat tradition recently where when Krista comes over, I make salsa. Yeah. Very simple, fresh salsa. But tonight I put too much garlic in it. Yeah. And our tongues are literally just... Like raw. They're raw. They're burnt.
1: I didn't know that you could actually have that feeling from just straight up garlic
0: yeah I, I always thought that it was associated with like too much pepper or jalapeno yeah, or something yeah like some
1: kind of spice yeah but but no. I guess garlic is a spice
0: well it's pretty potent yeah and I put too much in and we're paying the price now
1: yeah we're a yeah. little
0: bit gassy our tongues hurt I feel um, like
1: and our tummies we you know? usually
0: dive into a bowl full of my salsa and we eat the whole thing yeah and we've barely scratched the surface of this
1: how many cloves did you put in today Brian
0: too many I think um, honestly <laughs> I had half of like like a garlic clove left in the fridge, <laughs> and I didn't want it to go bad, so I think I put seven toes of garlic in it. Oh <laughs> my god,
1: that <laughs> is hilarious! Yeah, but
0: some of them were small. I didn't think it would be that strong. But it's like a tiny bowl of salsa. It is, yeah. Because I usually put a good four in, though.
1: Yeah, so I guess seven was. Seven's the, too many. Seven was too. Many. Yeah, seven. Is I mean, not I'm all a about number. garlic. Like, give me garlic any day. I love it, but there's damn. a there's a limit. Yeah, there's a limit. Yeah,
0: I can feel it circulating in my bloodstream right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: a lot. It's I mean, a lot. I mean, we won't get attacked by a vampire tonight, which is nice.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No, that's vampires true. will attack our asses. No. No. <laughs> our asses are safe. They
0: are safe. <laughs> One night only.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, we've been really excited to um, record this episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, kind of funny because we have tried to record this episode a couple times
0: we have and um I don't think anybody that listens would have noticed this but we would jump in with an intention of the episode and then we would have to just make a graceful segue into not doing the episode that we had planned yes because it's all about timing and it's all about how comfortable one feels
1: yeah that's right um so i would it's so funny it's so weird but the i feel like i'm gonna do this before i do my fake sponsor was oh, that a good idea that's
0: complete you know what you do it whenever you're ready yeah which is why this is attempt number three
1: <laughs> Attempt number and
0: three. i'm just i'm here for you regardless yeah so i will be across this counter smiling at you one way or another <laughs>
1: and i'm like we can always like pause it and like cut out if i hate it we
0: can and i i got your back boo.
1: yeah um so i have been slowly coming out to family and friends mm-hmm. um as non-binary yes and i think yeah i think at this point like most of my close friends definitely my family and actually my work knows this okay and so it's been kind of a just a i don't know like I, i just a transition in terms of like how people are referring to me because i um I'm um, using they them pronouns now instead of she her so it's yeah. a kind of a big change because I'm 29 years old and everyone mm-hmm. up until this point
0: for 29 years has
1: used she her pronouns for me yeah. and um so yeah it's been a, a a wild ride I think it it's it's kind of funny to think about like the whole from the first time that I actually told anyone um mm-hmm. and, and just like to where i started feeling like this yes to the point where like where i'm at now which is that like i'm actually like okay like i'm ready for people who are acquaintances or yeah. who listen to the podcast or whatever to actually be on like to know this about me i guess
0: yeah um yeah. And it's a big step, and it it's like it's almost a closet that you come out of. I feel like for you, it was more of a self-realization yeah. journey than anything. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was a big thing. I remember the first time you told me, and you were nervous, and <laughs> it's just one of those things that you know it, it takes some bravery and just knowing who you are. And yeah. I support you one hundred percent. I always will. Um, I, I know there's probably some people listening right now that are like, what is non-binary? They're probably driving. They can't look it up.
1: Yeah. And, and we are going to jump into all of that. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about it. And I'm going to share with you guys um, my whole journey mm-hmm. so far of what I'm comfortable sharing. Amazing. And yeah, it's funny because I felt like it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. and um So how long? Yeah,
0: I need to ask you then because you said you mentioned a transition from the first time you told someone until you're coming out to everyone now, mm-hmm. very publicly with the podcast. If I may add, yeah. Um, how long was this transition for you? That little period of knowing and then actually from that point until today, how long?
1: Um, I think for me it was like, okay, so I think that for a really long time I felt feelings about my gender but i didn't have the language or the knowledge or education to actually pinpoint that okay um like i feel like i've been kind of all over the map when it comes to gender and like i i was kind of like nervous about talking about this because i actually think that a lot of my a lot of my uh what do you call it like gender um, like showing people. Okay. Yeah. How, how like, people view me or whatever. Yeah. Your and how I, how I relay myself, yeah, um, has been very much actually based around, um, like a mix of like trauma and oppressive, um, childhood kind of, uh, ideas, religion. Okay. Um, things like that and, and just, just
0: just a little background for anyone who doesn't know i don't know if mm-hmm. we've talked about it on the show but you grew up in a very mormon household
1: i did i yes. did mormon and military
0: mormon and military and so you've got military. a double whammy there <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and and obviously i think i've talked about it on the on the show before about like you know that there was some like sexual abuse going on in my in my childhood and stuff like that and i mm. i really i don't think that that makes you i don't think that's what's made me this way like right. i don't think it's more like it's like that i think it's It's more just like...
0: It just took you this long to be this way because you had to deal with all of the trauma and everything you went through first. Exactly. You were always like this. You weren't made like this. You were born like this.
1: Yeah, I really do think that. And I actually think that if we lived in a culture that wasn't so um, strict about gender binary, um, then I wouldn't have ever had the feeling of needing to identify... In any kind of way, like a boy or a girl. Right. If that makes sense. That makes complete sense. Like I have, you know, like when I was a kid, I remember actually wanting to be a boy, like because I feel like I had a relationship. I really wanted to, I felt like I wasn't able, I wasn't allowed to do the things that I wanted to do. Okay. Because I was a girl. And then, and I was like, kind of like, and this is like when I was really little, like young, like six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And, um, but my mom is like super, super like ultimate feminine. Like
0: she's about as feminine as 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 a guest Yeah. And
1: so like, and and then I have three sisters and I love her obviously. Yeah. And I have three sisters. And so it's like, I think I just always grew. It's like, this is just how it is, you know? Yeah. And I, I actually went through a lot of phases in my teen years where I would kind of almost be like back and forth, like to extremes of being like really, really like more masculine presenting and then being like almost like hyper femme. Okay. Um, and I think it was just kind of a struggle because I used to have a lot of, like a lot of my self-worth was wrapped up in like how like quote unquote pretty I was. I think because I grew up in a family that was like, you know, in the church and just like the people around me were always telling me like, Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Look at her cheekbones. Like, look at this, blah, blah, blah. Like it was just so much pressure like I felt like I was embarrassing if I if I like wasn't wearing makeup. Okay. Or like you know, it's just like silly things like that. Like I yeah. felt like um I would be like the ugly sister. Okay. Like weird things like that. Which is like it's crazy to even have that in your mind. Like
0: mm-hmm. But you're human.
1: Yeah. So yeah. but and also like I think that, that a big part of that is just we are so and especially you know, I grew up in a small town, so it's like mm-hmm. There was no... I didn't know any trans kids. I didn't know any non-binary kids. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Until later on in my adult life when I started learning about that, right? Yeah. And we didn't have internet and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, I think that, honestly, since I, I think, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say exactly when I started thinking this. I think I've gone back and forth about thinking about this. Okay. Um, for... A while. Yes. Um, I don't know exactly how long, like, I've been thinking about it seriously, I guess. Like, okay. um, And maybe understanding it a, a little bit better, I yeah. should say.
0: Yeah. That's a great word. Just yeah. understanding it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I think that it was something that I would kind of embrace and then get really, feel afraid of. Okay. And kind of go the other way. Okay. Yeah. And I think I reenacted a lot of scenarios from my childhood. Like, I was actually having a talk with Kim and we were talking about how... You know, traumas and stuff that you have when you're a kid, we, as an adult, sometimes, like, if we don't process those things, we kind of almost, like, play out those traumas again in our adult relationships. Okay. And I think that I did that. Right. Um, I mean, I think there was, like, you know, maybe a couple relationships in particular where I was doing that, where I was really playing that out. Okay. And I think that that was really heavily tied to my gender. So I think like the more healing that I've been doing Mm -hmm. on myself, the more I'm just accepting who I really am. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think that, yeah, it was just like, it was just time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, time
0: to do it. And, and it was now, really scary. <laughs> yeah. I mean it takes a lot of bravery to do that. Yeah. It's definitely not um this is it, it's very new for a lot of people.
1: hmm I don't of think people. a lot of people have that much exposure to it really. No, like-
0: well I don't think a lot of people some people don't even get to that place of healing where they can even really come to even focus on that part. Yeah, let alone have a, um, any exposure or even know anyone who is, which is a really important thing, and it's a really it's very important to both of us on this show mm-hmm. to create a safe environment for people to listen to, to learn about. This is a great example, and yeah. it's a very important thing to us.
1: Yeah, totally. To
0: um to do this, so I'm really glad. You know, we chatted about it. I'm really glad you made the decision to do this yeah, because I think you're, yeah, you're, you're doing a service. Um, and it, it's pretty cool to be able to openly talk about it yeah, and, like and let someone so like me up. grill you <laughs> like a steak about it. Okay. So, so first of all, mm-hmm. um, what is non-binary?
1: Okay. So I think my, my kind of thing with this is like, I feel like there's a few different words, um, that different people relate to. Okay. Um, but I think non-binary is kind of like, basically it just means like I'm not, you don't fall on the gender binaries, the gender binary being male and female. Okay. And w- the way that we distinguish that in our society is if you're born with a penis, you're a boy. And if you're born with a vagina, you're a girl. Right. And it actually, so not only does it that ignore um, non-binary folks, two-spirit folks, um, gender queer folks, uh, gender fluid folks, but it also ignores intersex people ok, because, um
0: now, and I feel like all the terms you just put out there as well, mm-hmm. you know, just and for my sake, for other people's sake, we might want to do like a brief skim over those as well. Yeah, don't let me do interrupt that. that train of thought, but I'll yeah. come back to that and we can just go through each of those, yeah, just very briefly. And yes. by, by no means is it meant to be textbook. Um, we're sorry if, you know, we step on any toes or anything. We're just doing our best to yeah. convey our ideas.
1: Yeah. And I think like the kind of the point about, like, I think non-binary is kind of like an umbrella term. Okay. Um,
0: so if we looked at, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is how I'm looking at it in my head. So you have got a spectrum where on one end you've got male, mm-hmm. on the other end you've got female, mm-hmm. and you don't identify with the male or the female sides of the spectrum, you would fall more into a neutral position there. Yes? So or no?
1: I think that with non-binary, what it means, if you want to look at it like a spectrum like that, yeah. which like, I don't really actually think about gender as like a spectrum like that. Okay. But if it helps to understand, non-binary could be anywhere along that spectrum. Okay. Or it could be not, nothing of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like some people, like, so... Actually, our our culture is pretty oppressive because we really only are just starting to recognize more than two genders. Yeah. But like other cultures, um, have multiple genders.
0: And and some of them don't even use gender in their language. Well,
1: some language and and gender are different, are different though. though. Okay, great. Right. So like um like some people say have said to me like, oh you know some languages don't even use gender like they don't have pronouns. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, but like we're not talking like non-binary isn't, it's not your pronoun. Okay. You know, even like, for instance, like my partner Coda, my, he um, identifies as trans non-binary. Okay. But he uses he, him, or they, them pronouns. Okay. So like, it doesn't just because you're trans doesn't mean that you're like going from one spectrum to the other. Okay. Like there's a lot of trans non-binary people. Um, I think like transgender or you know, whatever. I don't really like that word. I don't know. I just feel like it's like too clinical or something. Okay. Um, but trans is like, it means like you don't, you don't feel like at home in your body. Okay. Um, non-binary would be like, you don't feel really at home in your gender, if that makes sense.
0: Okay. So like
1: trans non-binary is like, you don't identify with like your, the body that you're in. Yeah. Um, and that's like where you get like a lot of dysphoria, right. like body dysphoria. Uh uh-huh. um, But like non-binary, it's like, and each individual person is going to have their own feelings about what that means for them. Right. And I think that's the important thing that we need to realize. I think like you know in our in our culture, it's like so um, rigid with gender, with the gender binary, and with like male and female, and what that means for each of those people mm-hmm. that we it's hard for people to think outside of that binary. Like, I think it's hard for people to imagine like a light, a a gender where you don't have to be relating it to being femme or mask or whatever. Right. You know? Okay. I think that can be really hard for people sometimes because we're so used to it. But I think it's important to also really challenge ourselves and be like, these are totally made up. You know, these like gender, gender, sexuality, like sex, all of those are different things like but we've totally just boxed them into one thing like if you're born with a vagina you're gonna be this you're gonna do this you're gonna have this like you know what i mean it's like yeah so oppressive Mm -hmm. um and so yeah and like then there are people who are like gender queer who like or like you might have you may have heard of um like people who i kind of identify as like gender fucked okay kind of like a like gender fucking or like whatever like is that
0: kind of like a synonym for gender queer
1: yeah, it's just like fucking up gender. Okay. Whatever. Um but yeah, so um I think that it's important to realize that there are any number of words and also that gender changes over time. Like you you your gender is always evolving. Okay. You know, whether however it is, it's always mm-hmm. evolving. Okay. You know? Um it's crazy to imagine that we all stay the same for our entire lives. Right. Even our sexuality. You know, if you think about, you know, for you and I, like we are both gay, but we both have totally different stories about what that has looked like for us. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, um, some people know from when they're two years old that like, this is what they want. And then other people, you know, it takes them a bit longer. Mm -hmm. Um, people will go from having, you know, sex with this person to that person. It's like, you know, or having relationships with women, but only like being homo romantic, but wanting to, you know, have sex with like men or whatever. Right. Like. Mm it's gender sexuality it's all so complicated and it's actually sad to box ourselves in to one little square Mm -hmm. and be like okay well this is where i am now it's like that's kind of sad yeah you know it's like we i don't know yeah i just i i think that that's like a a real downfall of um of our society and it's really harmful you know it's harmful to everybody okay all right (laughs) cis people trans people
0: yeah now cis people when you say cis people yeah what do you mean by cisgender (laughs) cis uh, spelled cis
1: um so being cisgender is kind of like you you identify with the body that you're born in and the gender that you're born in so like you're you're like okay i am cis i
0: like i've got a penis i'm a boy
1: and i and i feel like a boy or whatever
0: okay yeah okay
1: and um and then trans is just like kind of the opposite of that essentially okay yeah okay um so and then, um, what else was I going to say? I think that might have been it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, yeah. So the non-binary would just be like someone who doesn't identify with either exclusively male or female or neither. Maybe identifies with like a totally different gender. Okay. Um, indigenous culture, like traditional um, indigenous cultures. Yeah. They don't necessarily have only one you know, one kind of definition for your life. There's like two spirit, um, and digi queer, like they have so many more genders and perspectives about gender than we do. Okay. And I think that that's, you know, something that we can really learn from is like, we don't have to box people in. You can, you know, all of these, everyone has value. Yeah. And like, you know, my partner was telling me like that in traditional, knowledge indigenous knowledge it was like everyone was treated equal like yes there were roles that different people had yeah but no one it was no it wasn't hierarchical okay if that makes sense yeah and whereas like in our culture it's gender very much is a hierarchy
0: oh and we see that all, we see that all the time yeah all the time
1: yeah 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 so yeah like i mean i guess there's like some definitions and like obviously like you know i think that gender is always going to be like a working definition kind of topic totally um and I don't want to, I wouldn't want to like belittle anyone else's experience. Like, I think that's what's so important about, um, about telling our stories and yeah. is that it's like, you have to hear an array of stories. Like no one can tell you you're not trans enough or you're too trans or you're X, Y, or Z or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, it's, you know, it's going to be your own journey. Yeah so exactly that's important too yeah and that could change over time and you never know right Mm -hmm. um just like anything else
0: yeah yeah totally no and I think it's important to um just yeah provoke some thought on the concept of gender like that and just so anybody listening knows this is um me just wanting Krista to help define this to not only help me understand but like just for anybody listening to but we're not claiming to be textbook experts on it we've not written anything on this this is just what our podcast is a candid conversation between two friends yeah talking about it and exactly. we want to share that with you guys
1: exactly um so maybe i'll go into my fake sponsor
0: uh, i would love to hear your <laughs> fake sponsor <After laughs> this might
1: be our latest fake sponsor in i
0: think that takes the record right but i'm still excited to hear what it
1: is right i'm into it too so my fake sponsor is little sisters okay it's on Davy street one two three eight Davy.
0: okay um have you been no but i did see it in the documentary called transformation of crow
1: Oh, okay, cool. That's right.
0: It was featured on there. Yeah. I forgot
1: about that. Um so uh Little Sisters, uh it's actually called Little Sisters Book and Art Emporium, but I feel like people just call it Little Sisters. Okay. But they have like all co- it's it's very much like a safe space, um accessible space for like everyone under the queer umbrella and and beyond. Yeah. Um they have a lot of books. They have books about um, gender they have books about sexuality they have like um erotica they have like all kinds of of just like information and fiction yeah. um and like on their on their website which is just little littlesisters.ca okay um you can have a look at and see kind of all, all the books that they have there they have like lesbian erotica or like okay you know and it's actually like written by queer people for queer people okay Um, so they have an amazing selection of that. They have events going on there. Um, they have sex toys. They have, like, gender-inclusive sex toys. Okay. Um, they have So just a really
0: interesting little place.
1: It's awesome. I
0: love that it's called the Book and what Emporium?
1: The Book and Art Emporium. The Book and
0: Art Emporium. Yeah.
1: And then they have, like, um, they have, like, gender-affirming garments. Yeah. Um, they have just all kinds of stuff. It's, like, it's a really good time in there. And so the reason why they're my fake sponsors is because, after I uh came out to my partner, which maybe I'll tell that little story, because for some reason it was like one of the most hard. I feel like I'm gonna cry. That's okay. <laughs> it was such That's a okay. cancer rising.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you pre warned everyone that you were a cancer rising. Yeah, we're gonna have a couple tears every now and then. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean I guess that makes it more real. Right? Because we all cry. Yes. Um and like
0: I promise, I'm right across the counter.
1: Yes. Um, I think you know, it was hard because like my partner's trans and yeah. for some reason, like you would almost think it would like make it easier, but I felt like, I, I don't know, like I just felt really nervous like to tell him. Okay. And I think I like almost even started to get frustrated because I like, I just felt like I'm trying to like break out of my shell. And I felt like, you know, at the beginning of our, I felt like, you know, maybe he wouldn't like love me anymore because... I think um, because like I I just feel like I've been ch- like the outside has been changing a lot to match the inside if that makes sense.
0: Okay and you feel like you're completely maybe like uh, quite a bit different than when you first met. Him.
1: Yeah like okay. way different. <laughs> like so um, I felt really scared that like I would lose him because of that. Krista? Um, yeah. Okay. And I think I, I felt like you know, there was things that I wanted to explore that like, I just felt like I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do that, you know? Yeah. And I, which is crazy, you know, cause, um, if anything, like he would be the most understanding. Yeah. But it was kind of cute because it was actually, um, the day of his top surgery or the day before his top surgery. Yeah. And we went out and just had like a little, you know, a little day together. Mm-hmm. Um, we hung out, it was beautiful and sunny. And we were, like, walking, and I can't even remember what I said, but I asked him, like, kind of something that was, like, kind of a, like, roundabout question, like, kind of weird. Mm -hmm. And he was just, like, (laughs) he's, like, (laughs) he was, like, is baby non-binary? And I was, like... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was, like, really cute. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just, it felt really good to be seen. And I didn't even actually tell him. He brought it up. Oh, wow. So that was really cute. Yeah. And then I was like, I was so scared to tell you. And he was just like, why? Like, you know, like, I'm here. And I think that, you know, even having um, Koda as a partner, like, just really opened my eyes to a lot of things that I don't think I really would have had access to. Okay. Um you know um maybe it would have taken me longer yeah. i guess is what i'm saying okay um and it's been an interesting process like it was very much like an internal um thing for a really long time which is very me like i am very much like if it's something that's real serious i won't even talk about it right. at all okay um and i think you know th- through the process that i've been i've been kind of doing with my own self-healing and my own journey um, and like with meditation and stuff, yeah. it was just like recognizing and like, um, being able to sit with like different feelings that I had. Okay. You know what I mean? And learning how to sit with that and really think about it. And instead of being like, I'm having a feeling, I don't know what it is. So I'm going to, ah, you know, like run <laughs> yeah. away. It was about like sitting with that and like being like, and welcoming it. That was one thing that, um, that, uh, I talked a lot about with Kim. It was really hard for me to sit with bad emotions. Okay. Quote unquote, bad emotions. Right. Emotions like sadness or anger. It was hard for me to recognize those and just like be in the moment with them. Okay. And be like, okay, I'm feeling this way. Like what, what, what am I, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. You know? So yeah. So anyways, uh, Coda and I, after, I guess it was after his surgery, like he was quite a bit more healed. It was maybe like a week or two later. um, we went over to Little Sisters. Yeah. And I was like really embarrassed for some reason because we were looking for a binder because okay. um I just wanted one. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing, they're very uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> um I mean it's not the worst thing in the world, but it is if you wear it all day long like. Yeah. So And now what is a binder? So a binder is it kind of looks like a tank top, like a little tank top or something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's just it's like super super tight. It's almost like a compression kind of vest, okay. if that makes sense. Okay, um, that just like makes like your chest more flat. Okay, like more like masculine looking. Okay, because that's
0: you get rid of the boob look.
1: Yeah, like the like cleavage and all that. Like, yeah. right? I mean, I've never really had like gigantic boobies, which like I'm thankful for because I've always wanted to be flat. Like okay. my whole life, I like I have like. I, I would always, like, t- two of my sisters, like, they're, like, just more naturally, like, slimmer. Mm-hmm. And I always was, like, so jealous of that because, like, they could just wear clothes and it would just, like, hang off of them. Yeah. And I was, like, I just, that was kind of in my head. I was, like, that's what I want. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, kind of a, it, it, I, I often wear, like, like multiple layers of shirts. Okay. Because I really don't like wearing, like, I don't wear bras. It just makes me feel really weird and uncomfortable. Okay. So like right now I'm wearing like three shirts. I'm wearing like a tank top, a hoodie, and a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just now, to what like are you sweating. Yeah. Just to like, um, I don't know, like take away from the boobies, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. So I went in there and um, to Little Sisters, and I tried on a binder. It's also it was really hard to get on because I was like super sweaty because I was like nervous and also it was hot. Yeah and so like they were like do you need help there I was like no (laughs) but when I came out like they were so cool and so nice about it like I came up to the cashier and they were like oh awesome like did you find what you were looking for and they were so kind and they just didn't treat me like they weren't like having sympathy for me or anything weird like that like it didn't feel like a pity
0: they treated you like a person they just
1: treated me like a person
0: normal person
1: yeah and it was really nice and then um yeah so yeah, binders. <laughs> yeah, cool. And okay. some, you know, some people use like um tape. Like I have I think in the summertime that will be probably more my jam. Okay. Um just because I like to wear like overalls and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. super cute. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, there's lots of different ways that people do it. Some people use tensor bandages, which are really really bad for you for your body. Okay. Um, that was my first and cause Thoughts, yeah cause a lot of a lot of pain that's what Koda used actually for a really long time and um it's definitely caused some like back issues and stuff for him
0: really yeah i didn't even realize it could cause back issues yeah
1: yeah because it really is squeezing on your rib cage and like so your back it's like your shoulders are like up or you know what i mean it's like they're almost like kind of forced up if you think about that also like you know it depends how tight you wear it and stuff but um But yeah, like gender affirming garments are something that are more and more popular. And I think like as time goes on, like I'm sure that there will be like way more options for just like, you know, helping people out. Because I don't think everyone like wants, you know, not everyone is going to want top surgery, but sometimes they're going to want to have like that look more or, you know what I mean? Like it could, it could just be, or like you don't even have to be non-binary to want to not want that. Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. I think that's just, it's just. How you you know, have your body. Everyone has their little issues with their body. There you go. So that was one of mine. So that's my fake sponsor. That's today. a
0: really appropriate fake yeah. sponsor today. Yeah. Um, just to in the spirit of explaining things Mm -hmm. to people who want to listen to them, which is pretty cool. And yeah, I love that as a fake sponsor. Yeah. Um, I've, so I've got some questions for you Okay. that, um, I, they just came to mind when you came out to me as non-binary and I've been thinking about it a lot. And Mm -hmm. if we, if we ever did this show, there were some things that I wanted to ask. Um, some of them aren't really my questions, but they're just things that I've heard along the way or read. And I was like, you know, that might be really applicable to ask you. Let's do it. Um, in true back chat fashion, if, you're offended. Tell me to shut the fuck up. But <laughs> I I'd will.
1: Like <laughs> you can count on me. <laughs>
0: and also, a side note. I just need to say. So Krista's pronouns are now. I. I won't say when I talk about Krista. Um, in a pronoun sense, I'm not going to say she did this. I will say they did this. Yeah. So Krista is now they. Yes. Not she. So um, I've known you for five years now as she. Yeah. And so I'm doing my best with my pronouns and it's getting easier and easier all the time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes on the show like if I ever slip up, I hope I don't, but if I do, yeah. um you'll hear Krista correct me cuz I've asked her to do that instead of putting oh. up a sign cuz I want see there we go. <laughs> There we yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that's great because every time then my brain works a little bit differently mm-hmm. to just help get over all of the Bring c- that cultural training it's had for yeah. this whole time.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Which is great. But um, my question for you, like I just did, if somebody fucks their pronouns up, yeah, what do they do?
1: Um. So, okay. This is something I have really struggled with because I I think that, and I, I never really realized like actually how much it would affect me like I didn't really think it would be that big of a deal but I think uh-huh. like especially when I first kind of started coming out to people because I was like it's okay it's okay like it just I just came out to you it's fine right yeah. but then it was like it got more and more annoying because it just feels like disrespectful okay because it's like you're I, it makes me feel like okay like you're not taking the time to actually really think about me you mm, know what I mean or like right. how I'm feeling yeah um when I hear that but I think that and I, I it's awkward to have to tell someone like oh actually it's they them yeah know? yeah but i've had to do it a few times at work and stuff like that um but it's i think it's about like if you realize that you've just misgendered someone correct yeah. yourself and just move on okay like don't turn it into a big deal yeah okay. but just be like you know like like correct yourself yeah like if you're like oh like he was going on and you're like oh sorry she was going to the blah blah, blah mm-hmm. or whatever right okay um correct yourself and move on it's almost like okay if you misgendered a cis person yeah you would correct yourself right away right you'd be like oh my god i can't believe i all like yeah like that's so funny which
0: by the way i do all the time
1: i mean no, i think yeah. we all do sometimes it's, it's just like, i talk there's... a lot on
0: autopilot i shouldn't and yeah. this is something i'm working on as well
1: it's about mindfulness yeah exactly that's Right, yeah um but i think like the point is just like have the if someone comes out to you as non-binary or if someone asks you to uh, refer to them as whatever, um, have enough respect for that person to really try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like put that in your head so that if you do fuck up, you can notice it right away. Yeah. And you can just correct yourself and move on. Yeah. And I think like, that's what's been hard for me is actually correcting people has been really hard. So it'd be nice if people would just correct themselves, but it would also be even better if people just didn't do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I, I've just said, um, like someone at work um, misgendered me, and I was like, I was like, oh, and I just like stopped them the sentence, and I was like, it's they them. I use they them pronouns, not mm-hmm. she her. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's fine. Like, just keep going. Mm-hmm. But um, it's hard to do that. Like it's it is hard. And I to think do I'm that. a very confident person, so yeah. it's like, and it's hard for me to do that. So I can only imagine like how hard it would be if you were like a, sh- a sh- more shy person. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's just, like, um, kind of a respect thing. And um, I've also had coworkers come and say, like, I'm so sorry. Like, yesterday I, I, you know, I misgendered you. And um, I just wanted to say sorry about that. And, like, I appreciated that because I know these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like you don't want to make – a huge deal about it where the person feels on center stage all the time or something. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Yeah. There's a there's a fine line there. Yeah. And, and also there's...
1: people will express to you what they want you to do. Like if you're gonna encounter pe- different kinds of people all the time. Yeah. So this is my take on it. I would say like that, that would be a good way to Correct it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I just, I appreciate your patience and kindness with um, yeah. just the whole thing because you are the first non-binary person in my life. Yeah. And so it's just for me, you know, through your kindness and patience with me is going to better enable me mm-hmm. to just keep this in check and yeah. be more mindful of yeah. pronouns as I go. Yeah. Because I've playfully and dubbed myself like the pronoun bandit and I'm working <laughs> on this. <But> the <laughs> the pronoun, pronoun bandit is working on this.
1: Cute. I love it.
0: Okay. So next question then. Um, And this isn't necessarily my question, but this is something that I've been asked, you know, when I came out as gay. Right. And so you just came out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say to someone if they asked you if this is just a phase?
1: I think like, well, okay. I think like queer people in particular can really like shut this question down really easily because we really like, we have it, first of all, it's no one's business. <laughs> yeah, it's no one's business. Like, it, it what if it was, you know? Mm-hmm. What if it was? Yeah. Then what? You just don't have to respect it. Like, obviously, that's not how we think, right? Um, I think that you have to trust that the person who's telling you what they feel knows themselves better than you do. Okay. And it's like if someone tells you, "Oh, I'm a vegetarian," and it was, "Oh, it's a phase" or whatever. Like that—that's a choice. Yeah. Right. Like it's like you have to understand. I think that. You know, just like how sexuality, it's like, you can't help who you're attracted to. It's like, this is what's affirming for for this person. And like, not just for non-binary people, but for like trans people, whatever. It's like, you know, I think that's the thing that parents really struggle with, with especially with like trans kids. Okay. And so I just want to say out there that um, I think there's more and more kids who are coming out as trans because we now have more language to talk about it. Um, and it's actually being recognized in school and stuff like that, right? So mm-hmm. kids actually have the ability to... Um, have a lot more support than like people did when we were kids I'd say yeah um and I think parents are struggling with that because they're kind of looking at that and saying like oh this is popular right now okay so my kid is just going it's a phase or whatever um but actually what we do know is that trans kids are way more likely to kill themselves as like teenagers or younger mm-hmm. um and so it's like you know, they're also way more likely to suffer from like depression, anxiety, other like um
0: shockingly more likely.
1: Shockingly more likely. And yeah. it's because they are like feeling this way and not being validated. Okay. You know, like and so just shout out to parents and want to let you know that if your child is trans, um and they are expressing to you that they wanna go on hormones and you are concerned about that, there are hormone blockers that um, kids can take, like, you know, kids who are going through puberty that will block they don't um like it's not like uh replacing it's not like replacement therapy but it's stopping the hormones so that they're not like continuing on with like puberty and getting more and more dysphoric about things right like
0: okay so it's kind of and it has zero
1: side effects it's completely reversible if they do decide to change um if they like you know decide that they they don't want to do hormones it is just
0: a phase or if they like are like
1: you know i don't want to do hormones or i don't want to go this route or you know everyone's experience is going to completely different
0: different. okay yeah.
1: yeah so i think it's really important for parents to get on board with the fact that also like you know children do they know what they're talking about and I think we don't give kids enough credit for Mm -hmm. their own autonomy like you might be their parent but you don't own them yeah you know we don't own each other and so to me like when someone says like what if it's just a phase it's like the most you know it's kind of like not even a question oh yeah you know what I mean yeah because it's like what if yeah Like, what's the point of your, you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, what are you really asking? Okay. It's like, you're not really asking anything. Yeah. You're just kind of being closed minded. Yeah. So it's important to open ourselves up to that. Um, But I think that that's something that parents don't really know, um, particularly. And I just wanted to throw that out there about trans kids, because I don't think a lot of people realize that there are things that people, that kids can do that will help them to be happy in their body um, without, you know, like. If parents are worried, like, they're too young or whatever, it doesn't have any side effects.
0: Right. So, yeah. Okay. Just an option. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. A fun little tidbit. Yeah. yeah Especially
1: nice. in BC. BC is, like, one of the most progressive trans care. Also, like, if your kid is telling you they're non-binary, believe me, they know what they are. Yeah. And if your friend is telling you they're non-binary, believe me, they know that they are. Yeah. Just like, uh, hey, uh, excuse me, uh, I love to eat pussy. Mm. I think I know I love to eat pussy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There I love to suck dick. I think, I think, I know. People you know? know what they like. They know what they are. They know what, what, they, what they, like. they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah. yeah. And I think especially in the queer community, that's like something that it's like, ah, that question, you know? E-
0: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I've never doubted you for a second.
1: I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, perfect. Let's go along to I guess my last question actually, which we kind of had an experience with when you and I went to a metric concert not too yeah. long ago together. Yeah. Um, when it comes to washrooms, mm-hmm. how how are we handling this? what are you doing? How did, How is that working? Is it even working at all? Is this even a question I should ask?
1: Yeah. um, I think like the washroom debate is kind of like a hot topic right now. Okay. Like I, I think people are way too concerned about people's pee and poo. Yeah. And diarrhea and constipation and mm-hmm. period blood. All the things that go into the toilet. Yeah. um, But I think what's been really frustrating for me as a non-binary person is like there's literally, and as a, I mean, I'm sure even worse for for trans people, but bathrooms are like one of the most unsafe places for trans people, okay. not for cis people. Okay. Um, because you're constantly going to be like, you know, faced with dealing. You know, if you're like, let's say you're a trans woman and you're going into the bathroom and some cisgender woman like gets mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you're a trans guy and you go into the men's bathroom and you get accosted, mm-hmm. you know, um, which has happened, Yeah, you know, um, to several people that I know. And okay. it's pretty devastating. Yeah. Uh, people even like die that way. Right. But I think what's frustrating to me is like, there's never any gender like neutral washrooms like or just like fucking bathroom you don't even yeah. need to put a fucking who it's for yeah just exactly. put a toilet sign just put
0: a toilet sign i find a lot more places are doing that now yeah you know especially like some of the bigger chains like cactus club yeah. does that oh or, do they yeah yeah they've actually as long as i've known cactus they've done that, at least at the one in um, english bay
1: oh well see my favorite thing is when you go and every like at the capital they do this and i really appreciate it there's a whole bunch of washrooms you go in, you close the door, you're in your own fucking washroom. It yeah. has a sink. It has everything you need. Yeah. You fucking use the toilet. You wash your hands and you leave. And, and it's open to anyone. Local does that. Yeah. In kits. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: A few, Like quite a few pla- More and more places are doing it. Also like... I notice it more.
1: How much do you hate using a, st- a stall? Yeah. I yeah. hate using a stall. Fuck mm-hmm. you. I don't, I don't want to see your feet while I'm trying to like no. push a dump out. Like...
0: I think it's more of a cost issue then you know a bottom line
1: I mean I maybe but is drywall really that much more expensive like the framing and stuff
0: and the electricity and the plumbing for each individual one arguably yeah But they
1: could do toilets and not not have the sink like you can have common sinks oh totally yeah also you can have everybody using the same fucking bathroom it's not a big deal yeah you know like Mm -hmm. it's really not a big deal but also like the stalls were a newer thing like those were invented like to so that people get for specifically for gay people so that people weren't having gay sex in the washrooms. Okay. Did you know that?
0: I did not know that. Yeah.
1: That's where, why stalls were mended with the gap. You know, how you, you can like kind of see through that little gap. Yeah. That's what that was for. Okay. And like the height, everything, all of the restrictions on the stalls that you buy, like that was all made to be able to see who was in the bathroom without actually seeing them sitting on the toilet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like for <laughs> police and stuff too. because yeah. Because gay people have been around since the dawn of time. Yeah. But... Obviously we've gone through different like levels of you know um oppression yeah just depending on the time okay yeah wow yeah okay
0: um you got pretty well summed up everything about the yeah. well not everything about it but I mean I just think wish you... more
1: people would do that like I think more I wish more people would um just have gender neutral bathrooms mm-hmm. R- really not that hard y'all
0: yeah. Yeah, there you really go. Really not that hard. But on, on a positive note, more and more places are doing that. Mm. It's almost, it's not quite the new norm, but it's getting there. I mm. think more and more people expect that. So.
1: I think so. Yeah. Which and is so great to, to answer your question,
0: yes. I use both. Okay. Just depending on how safe you feel.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah
0: and you you told me this at the show but yeah. i wanted to share it with everyone and i think I wanted we, you to share it with we've
1: used the washroom together before like we've both gone oh, into yeah. the men's washroom yeah for sure um like not use the washroom together but no, like but we
0: did at like well at the show we did yeah
1: yeah and at the movie theater that one time oh uh, yeah. yeah yeah so and I, I would obviously feel more safe going in with a friend
0: yeah you know exactly but it just
1: depends on like the vibe and where we are
0: yeah exactly yeah just yeah. just like a lot of things yeah so.
1: Exactly. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Well, on questions that note, you have um, satiated my burning need to have these questions answered. And I thank Great. you very much for doing so. No
1: worries. And I wanted to actually touch on something that I... Cause, so, you know, we've got my little social experiment things that yes. we talk about sometimes. Yes. About how, like, people treat you differently and depending on who, what kinds of people treat you differently. Depending totally. on how you're expressing yourself. And um, so... I've just kind of noticed that I, the way that people, um, talk about, uh, gender, it's like we still focus or, uh, yeah. Focus. Would that be the right word? Yeah. Focus on like male identifiers, I guess. Like classically male identifiers. Does that make sense?
0: Like saying, okay. Like
1: saying like, it's like, it's like daddy or zaddy or whatever it's like we very like we never really like kind of bring um terms that are associated with like female into that like gendered spectrum do you know what i mean does that make sense like
0: for common expressions even yeah mean, like, like if somebody defaults to saying you guys
1: um like I'm 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 actually talking about like even specifically in the queer community okay like that i just have noticed that it's funny that we still center like kind of i guess traditionally male um terminology okay so like it's like like nephew uncle daddy zaddy um like these are all things that are like male oriented okay if that makes sense okay yeah um but like we never say like oh like you know like plant mom or or whatever like you know it's and i just want to like kind of not even like have i'm not having an opinion about it in like a negative or positive way it's just something that i think i've noticed like it's still a negative thing sometimes for people to um, use terms like auntie or um, uh, like mommy. It's like we never, no one ever says like, ooh, yeah, mommy or whatever, right? Okay. I mean, I guess like sometimes in like the, like some scenes or like in some circumstances. Yeah. But I still think that a lot of terminology is kind of um, centered around um, like more masculine terms. Okay. So just something that I noticed, because like for me, like I would st- I still call my like I still say I'm my cat's mom. Okay, yeah. But like I, I think it's just about like taking away the gender from the role. It's like it just it's like I'm not gonna change that to be like, oh like your daddies are home or whatever. Yeah. It's like and I'm not gonna be like, oh I'm your parent, you know? Yeah. It's like I mean even though that would be like the gender neutral term or whatever, right? Yeah. But um Yeah, like, uh, but then at the same time, I would refer to myself in other ways. Like at work, we have like little like taglines on our, um, like our Slack thing. Yeah, it's like, what do you do? And I say, studio dad. Yeah, but it's like more, you know, it's like I'm fine with like mixing those things up, but it's like it's up to me to like make those definitions. Okay. But just something that I notice, like. Okay. Yeah. Just an interesting little crystal social observation. Just a social observation that I I thought was interesting, like. Yeah. How we still kind of center men and their, like, men's, like, ter- like term- terminology that's associated with, like, masculine roles in society. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just a casual observation. I mean,
0: it's a good observation. Yeah. It's accurate. It's an accurate observation.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it's funny. Oh, my God. You want to know what the cutest thing is? What? Um, the, like, gender neutral um name for a nephew or niece, like a nephew or niece. Yeah. <laughs> is a niblet.
0: A niblet? A niblet! That's adorable. It's so cute. Oh my God. <laughs> this is my niblet. Because
1: like, I was like, do we have like a gender neutral term for like an aunt or uncle? No, I don't think we do. do I, we?
0: I've never heard one.
1: Me neither. Yeah. So we need to create one, Brian. Okay. So what should it be?
0: Um, I think everyone should just be called either Christine or Linda. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so this is why I'm asking because my <laughs> little niece um, calls me Auntie Puff. Has yeah. also called me Uncle Puff in the past, which I actually kind of preferred. Yeah. Maybe it's like it depends on what your like gender, like that you were kind of like kind of forced into from a kid. Maybe right. it just depends on that. So that's like what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, she called me Uncle Puff. That's so
0: cute. That's adorable. Um, I wonder, I bet you a term exists.
1: Or like maybe she should just call me Puff.
0: Yeah. Puff, yeah, she's so cute. But there's something about adding a title to like, like, like aunt or uncle, yeah, there's something that makes it familiar to have a title, yeah, to it, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, I don't know, I think, um, that's definitely worth looking into, right, because it's important to you. Well, we
1: have to make something because I, I want to, like, I haven't even um actually come out to my cousin or anything yet because I just haven't even seen her, yeah, but um, surprise, (laughs) surprise when you listen to this episode. I just opened your dishwasher for some reason. Sorry That's about okay. that. You always do. Sorry about that. It wouldn't y'all. be an
0: episode if you weren't
1: touching your buttons. Touching my buttons. <laughs> but um, we'll have to think of something that she can call me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it could be. Well, I'm only thinking like big niblet is like what came to my mind. Yeah. But niblet puff. Niblet puff.
1: That would be cute. Actually. Yeah, it could go
0: both ways, you know. Yeah. The niblet could be. the And she could be my niblet. Junior. Yeah, you're each other's niblet. <laughs>
1: That'd be cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm glad. Um. well I don't know do we have like I, I feel like uh, you know okay you know what that feeling when you're you're kind of anxious and you almost feel like you have too much air in your lungs
0: yes I, that's how I feel do you feel that right now yeah so well, I'm gonna blow all that out <sighs> yeah take a moment is it out it's out is it good yeah good <laughs> Um, I feel like a lot of people. Well, maybe not a lot of people. I feel like some people will have questions. Yeah. Or feedback.
1: Yeah. We welcome
0: that. If in fact, if you have any question at all, we want to make like or no- comment no- nothing's or ever anything. Stupid. Yeah. Unless you're just being an asshole. Yeah. But like, if you actually have a question that you want to ask that we didn't cover. Yeah. Um, please reach out. Ask
1: it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I would never take offense i think that's one part of um having a podcast like the way that we've structured ours is to be able to be really open and compassionate to um just uh, everyone's different levels of knowledge and awareness yeah and that's kind of the goal that we have with this podcast that we've always had with this podcast and i'm happy to answer questions and i will not be offended yeah um Or think that your question is stupid, unless it's like actually just mean and vicious, in which case I won't be offended either. I'll just laugh at you and delete it. And block
0: and delete. Um, But you
1: can email us at backchatpodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at backchatpodcast and ask any question, ask away.
0: Ask away. You'll get the fastest response on Insta, just so you know.
1: You will. You will. That's right. Fun Um, facts. That is fun facts. And speaking of Instagram. Yes. We have a little bit of back chat chats back today Ooh, we
0: got some chat bags we
1: actually had quite a few but i feel like there um isn't that much time left in the show okay and i kind of wanted to dive into a couple of these so Great. first of all this one are we saying names no we're not are we
0: no so um yeah the first one comes from rosalina vanderbilt
1: oh wow, that was actually really close to this person's middle name oh um <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> ah! so this person rosalina um, asked um or was was responding to our episode where we had the stars as different types of weed so the, the episode that we, our 420 episode that we had with mandy from uh jane technologies yes which was so fun we love mandy we do love mandy we're still
0: waiting on our dinner i know you, i right? was like
1: excuse me christine where the fuck is our dinner invite yeah we want to come over um so she said bah ha 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 I always buy peppermint oil with CBD and I do have a vape pen. I wish I had it with me. Um, loved our episode this week. That was from a Capricorn because our Capricorn oh, one was yeah, the vape exactly. Pen.
0: Yeah, the vape pen and, our, well, both of them. So you said vape pen. I said CBD oil with peppermint. Exactly. The so we, we had a double we, whammy. Yeah,
1: we had a double whammy Capricorn one.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. That makes me smile.
1: I know, right? So funny. Um, and then we had a new listener.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Right into us with a, a question, okay? Okay. So, uh, she says, "Should we make up a name for her?"
0: Um, we should. We should.
1: That's I, your department. Boom. I,
0: I, I, was just, <laughs> I, I I'm looking at you anxiously. I'm like, um, 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 Jackalope Twizzlebon. Twizzlebon. <laughs> what did these are getting you know absurd a little absurd but what did jackalope twizzle want to ask us um
1: i think that's part of honestly like at this point we can't ever turn back from our names
0: yeah um
1: so this person said hi i'm not totally caught up on all of the podcasts but if it hasn't already been asked here's my question for the back chat chats back okay if you could choose one person to have on the show as a guest star who would they be Dead or alive, fictional or real, anything goes. Honestly, maybe even top two. There's so many options. P.S. Thanks for making me laugh out loud pretty much all day at work. I'm almost into the 2019 list, and I started like a week ago. Ha! <laughs> Keep them coming. That's amazing. It. First of
0: all, we love that. Thank we you do. for saying that. In that makes our day every yeah. time. Yes. Um. What do you think, Krista? Do you want to do a countdown from three, and we'll see?
1: I think I think we can do this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Ready?
0: Three, two, one. <gasps> a lady, lady Gaga.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a lady Agogo.
0: Yeah. Lady, a lady
1: a goo. Gaga. Yeah.
0: And do you want to do our second favorite? Like our second most wanted? If we could interview anyone? Do you
1: think that it's going to be the same?
0: Um, it might be. There's only one way to find out. Let's count down again. I
1: can't even think of who mine would be yet.
0: Um, three, two, one. <gasps> Lady Gaga. <laughs> I
1: was like, share
0: Share! Wow, that's what you came up with on the spot.
1: That's what it, popped into my head. Cher. Very
0: telling. Yeah. Very telling. I enjoy this. Interesting. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I want to dive into this. Right? Yeah. I mean, share would be fun.
1: Share would be fun. Yeah. Share is She's hilarious. She's got some stories. She oh did. my god. Um,
0: her Twitter is my favorite thing.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm She's not on like Twitter.
0: an unsupervised woman in her seventies. Um, yeah. that just doesn't have any fucks left to give because yeah. she's already where she wants to be. She's... And she has no filter on Twitter okay, what, and it is hilarious. What
1: is Cher's star sign? We have to know that.
0: Um, we yeah. have to
1: know. Um, I actually think Cher is fucking hilarious. I, I saw her on Ellen one time. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, they were so funny.
0: She is just, she's very eccentric and she's hilarious.
1: Cher star sign.
0: Now I want to say Cher is... I'm going to say Cher is a Capricorn.
1: Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense what she is. She's not a Capricorn. Okay. She's a <gasps> Taurus.
0: Oh. Taurus. Would, and I it's Taurus season. That. It is Taurus season. So
1: she's born on May 20th. So who shares a birthday with
0: Cher? Yeah, who shares with Cher?
1: And actually, so what does it go? So she's like kind of on the cusp. I uh, Yeah, I love a Taurus. Uh, did anyone see my Instagram with all the cookies?
0: They look delicious. All Those the monster the cookies. Tourists. Yeah. They look fantastic. I thought that
1: was the perfect taurus. Thoroughly
0: <laughs> really enjoyed them. Um, and thanks. you brought some over here, and I literally did thoroughly enjoy them. <sighs> They're so good. You outdid yourself. They're dangerous. They are dangerous with a capital D.
1: Um. So ch- I think that actually that, that's it for chat 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 back
0: chat 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 back. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. But well, we... thank you.
0: Um. To Jackalope and Twizzle to, Vaughn. Yeah, Jackalope Twizzle Vaughn. And to Rosalina. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. We appreciate hearing back from you. And a third unnamed listener that I guess (laughs) doesn't get a nickname today. So speaking of things that might have nicknames... Yes. And that we like to make certain things up for. Yes. And things that fly around the galaxy and some things that you think were a planet, but they actually turned out to be...
1: (gasps) It's It's in in the the stars. That's a good segue. (laughs) I'm impressed.
0: Thank you. Um, So today, Krista and I went through the star signs and we each have made a list. We don't know what the other one has written down. No. But we've imagined the star signs as... Vacations. Vacations.
1: And we wanted to do that because it's funny.
0: Yeah, it's funny. We were trying to find like a non-binary segue and we're like, well, vacations can be anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. We were like, how could we like incorporate those? And I was like... I don't know. I was thinking of some pretty funny things. I won't tell you guys, but.
0: And then I'm like, we need to just open this up. Yeah. And then we'll just make a really shitty segue because it's yeah. what people expect anyways. And it
1: wasn't even shitty. And
0: next thing you know, here we are. Yeah. So yeah, vacations can be anything. These suggestions definitely are anything. Each of the star signs, is a vacation. We're going to start with Aries. Aries. Okay. So Krista, if Aries was a vacation, what would it be?
1: Should we do this on the count of three or no?
0: Um, they're or kind of longer. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back and forth. Yeah. Why don't you start? What's What's an Aries vacay look like?
1: Um, So I said Aries vacay is a music festival or Las Vegas?
0: Good ones. Yeah. Both are great.
1: Aries just wants to have fun when they go on big K.
0: Yeah, they kind of do. Yeah. A little bit different than mine. I had um, spa hopping in Southern California. Cute. But kind of relevant as well, right? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if we could combine... Aries um, would
1: go on both of those vacations. Spa
0: hopping with a music festival at the end.
1: Or like in Las Vegas or something. Yeah. They like to have a little mix, you know? They
0: love a little yeah. mix.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So for tourists, so what do we have for share... Cher-
0: um, for Cher well, I, the, I'm
1: actually surprised because I don't think Cher would like my vacation but maybe she would I don't know well
0: it, yeah it's not like we know her Um, yeah. so for tourists I have a staycation with plenty of gardening and a new paint job
1: <gasps> cute a yeah. paint job
0: yeah I, on, on the, their car on anything well with <laughs> Cher on her face <laughs>
1: I was like a paint job. Yeah. Um. So for Taurus, I said a cabin getaway on the Sunshine Coast with a couple of close friends and a barbecue.
0: That sounds delightful. Right. I'm not a Taurus, and I want to go on that vacation. Me too. Um. Next up, we have Gemini.
1: Gemini. Okay.
0: So why don't you go? What do you have for Gemini? So
1: for Gemini, I had a road trip to a hot destination where they can party for a few days before tripping right back.
0: Ooh, uh, that's actually very uh, appropriate. Right. Um. I had an all-inclusive vacation in Puerto Vallarta oh cute yeah i would see miami but they don't have all-inclusive resorts there because they have higher standards <laughs>
1: <laughs> always getting some gemini shade in there yeah a little
0: bit but yeah i think i can see a gemini loving an all-inclusive in puerto vallarta they the would week. love it and yeah.
1: actually i know a gemini and an aries who hopped on over to miami and had themselves a hell of a time
0: see there you go quite funny so i wasn't too far Gemini off base. and Aries
1: are my two favorite um party buddies actually did you know that I'm about nice me? And Leo's. I like Leo's too. Yeah. But my ultimate squad is Aries, Gemini. That's when you're gonna have the most fun.
0: Oh, I thought you Libra was in there too, though.
1: Libra and Sagittarius are in there as well. As, okay. And so is Leo. Okay. But I feel like if you could only have two other party buddies.
0: It would be a Gemini and an Aries.
1: That's when I'm talking like going in. Going like, all in. Going Let's all go in. Like Let's you're hit those have, like those music festivals. Like you're not gonna have to talk to anyone in the bathroom. Like you're not gonna have to talk anyone off of anything. Yeah. You're just gonna go and you're gonna fucking literally laugh till you time piss time yourself. On? Yeah.
0: That's cute. Yeah. I love that. Aries and a Gemini. So rolling right into Cancer, okay. What is an ideal Cancer vacation?
1: I said a wine tour in the Okanagan.
0: Ooh. What did you say? I said a remote ski lodge with an outdoor hot tub.
1: Kind of the same. Kind I of mean, the same. same vibe. Same,
0: definitely. Like there would be wine in the hot tub, and the wine country is remote. Yeah. So they kind of tied in together. They did. I like that.
1: Now, what did you have for Leo? Ooh, a
0: Leo is specifically going to go on a celebrity cruise line cruise. <gasps> oh! Through the Bahamas.
1: Oh, my God. Hilarious. I yeah. said somewhere hot and beautiful where they don't have to wear clothes and there's a breeze through their mane.
0: Like the I Bahamas.
1: <laughs> like Italy or Greece, I was thinking.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Better photo ops.
1: Exactly. It's all yes. about photo ops. And, totally you is. know, Leo's love to have their shirts off. Ooh, yes. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And their hair flowing.
1: Yeah. In the wind. They're obsessed.
0: Um. Next up, Virgo. Uh, actually, I'm just going to say oh. one
1: little thing really quickly. Mm-hmm um did anyone who follows me on instagram see the thirst trap that my partner put up that i reposted <laughs> did you see that i
0: didn't i, don't I was think. like
1: fuck it's oh so hold on cute. is that when you
0: said like this is what i get to come home to every day yeah oh yeah i was like cute. oh my god
1: your hair like everything also i was like cat sitting for the whole week so i yeah. was like we weren't we weren't together okay and i was just like Horny, obviously. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Those Leos,
1: they know how to trap you.
0: Adorable.
1: So, um
0: Virgo is Virgo, next. Okay. Your favorite sign. So for me, I wrote that a Virgo would be a beach vacay in Cabo San Lucas with lots of drinks and very little movement.
1: I said I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I said camping at the top of a mountain on a glacier lake that they had to hike to.
0: Oh, very healthy.
1: Virgos are very healthy. Yeah. But they'll still do mushrooms when they get up there.
0: With they journal as well? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up, we have Libra.
1: Libra. Yeah.
0: Since it's my sign, I'll start. Fine. Do
1: it. Um, Libra Fine. would
0: do a luxury yacht cruise on the French Riviera.
1: I literally <laughs> you said-
0: almost fit your drink out in my I face. I did.
1: I literally <laughs> said a luxury sailing adventure.
0: No yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same Pretty thing. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. We've got that nailed. Um, Moving right along to Scorpio. Yeah. So for Scorpio, I had um, a hot, sweaty jungle vacation in a bikini or a banana hammock.
1: (laughs) Into it, into it, I said a castle tour of Scotland where they can learn about medieval methods of torture and pretend they're in times of old.
0: Ooh, yeah. Scorpios yeah.
1: have very vivid imaginations.
0: They do. Um, what what's really crazy about that though is next up is Sagittarius. Yeah, literally, my Sagittarius was a medieval castle tour of the UK.
1: Oh my God, that's actually <laughs> with, hilarious. With,
0: without the sex dungeon stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. well I didn't say sex dungeon. I just said torture. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm sure that those same thing, same sand. Um, for Sagittarius. So you already said what you said.
0: Yeah. A medieval castle tour of the UK.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. Um, I just said Paris. <laughs>
0: period. Just
1: Paris. Period. Yeah. Paris. Period. <laughs> That's it. I or love it. To Paris. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Because yeah. Sagittarius, like, they're all over the map. So there's some, like, but I feel like Paris, like, they would, they would want to go.
0: It's a common denominator.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they can make it bougie or they can make it like underground.
0: What probably both. Whatever suits at them. the same time. Exactly. Um. Next up, we have Capricorn. Okay. So I said Capricorns would do a Michelin star food tour of Europe.
1: Okay, I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, very I productive, said, right? Cap- you eat very- your way through Europe. Yeah, and yeah. Capricorns love to eat.
0: And they like to work.
1: They do. Oh. I said tropical vacation, all-inclusive, where they can be pampered and take a much-needed break from working.
0: From working their ass off. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they're they both, they're both good. I'm sure they would leap at either one of these vacation mm. opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have Aquarius. Aquarius. So since it's your sign, mm-hmm. do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So I had Aquarians would do a train tour. Through Eastern Europe and all of Russia. Oh,
1: cute. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about Russia, but...
0: Oh, yeah. All of Russia, too. Like, all of, like, the metro areas and, like, yeah, just through there. The whole thing. Yeah. Okay. It's just there's something mysterious. I mean modern day Russia, a little scary sometimes, but like there's something mysterious and just like, I don't know, there's some antiquity that hangs in the air and yeah. there's an you know I'm into it. I'm it's into like into an it. old mystery novel.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. I'm into that. I said exploring Germany and all its weird music culture.
0: Well we got in um on Eastern Europe on the same foot.
1: We did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I
0: love it. Yeah. Last but not least,
1: Pisces.
0: Pisces. So I said Pisces would do a Disneyland getaway followed by a Safari.
1: Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, so for Pisces, <laughs> yeah, I also I was struggling with Pisces. Yeah, but I thought I wanted to do something that they could, you know, embrace their inner child, let go. Yeah, you know,
0: like at Disneyland,
1: like Disneyland or Safari. Disney World. <gasps>
0: Did you have Disney World? Disney
1: World. I ah, love this. Um. Also, I would actually like to go to Disney World. Me too. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Maybe back chat should do Disney World. Uh sure. Yeah, we could chat back there.
1: Ugh, I'm, I'm wearing done. some mouse ears um like. have you ever been to disney world
0: i've been to disneyland not world i've
1: been to disneyland as well when i was 14 oh maybe we'll have to post um a photo of a really funny photo of me at disneyland and that maybe would be you great have one too.
0: i do okay great yeah. we'll have to post some we disneyland can share them photos, yeah.
1: yeah for throwback thursday yeah tbt i'll do that
0: all right well that's sneaking up on us
1: it is Krista,
0: throwback thursday is merely days away we're yeah. recording this on a Monday night. Yes. So it is time, I think, to wrap this week's episode up by letting our listeners know if you ever want to find us on Instagram, we're at Backchat Podcast. And if you ever want to find Krista on Instagram, she's at Carminal K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L.
1: That's right. And if you ever want to find Brian on Instagram, you can find him at Bryhelix.
0: B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. H-E-L-I-X. And in the meantime, I think that's a wrap on this week's episode of Backchat. I'm Brian.
1: I'm Krista. And together, and together We're... Weird. Weird. Oh <laughs>